Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Welcome back, friends. This is part two of um, a little mini series on leveling up. So if you haven't heard the part one episode, go ahead and press pause right now. Go find that one and listen to that one first. If you have listened to that, let's go. Let's get into it. So with this one, I want to get into a little bit more of the nitty gritty. I told you to find the things that make you feel connected, make you feel alive, all that. You're like, okay, okay, well, what then? What do I do? So this inspiration comes from Jen Sincero. If you haven't read her book, You Are a Badass, you need to add it to your list, either reading the book or listening to the audio because she does the audio recording. It is so good. She is the ultimate coach in leveling up. But I want to share this quote from her to get us started. It was about no longer being the kind of person who takes what she can get, and finally becoming the kind of person who creates exactly what she wants. Bam, mic drop. I'm going to read it again. It was about no longer being the kind of person who takes what she can get and finally becoming the kind of person who creates exactly what she wants. You have the power to do this. Don't argue with me. You do. You just have to find it within yourself. And finding it within yourself makes might take healing that relationship with yourself. So many of us have become disconnected with our inner core. We become so connected to what the world wants of us, who we should be, that we forget who we are. So if you need to start with that, I know I did, maybe start there. But if you've been through that and you're like, nope, I am ready. Okay, so here are some steps for when you decide that you want to do something to actually make sure you follow through. So the first thing is you have to want it bad. Want it bad. Really think about what will I have if this happens? What will this mean? Connect with that. Why do I want this? Like really connect to your feeling of why you want this thing and believe that it's possible for you. So the first step is wanting it bad. I want this because right? I will make this happen because, and then go for it. And the second step is get good at it, right? So I don't know about you, but making decisions has not always been so easy for me. And so having, having a process for yourself of like, how am I going to make this decision if I should go for this or not? Um, sometimes people use pro con list. Sometimes, like I was talking about before, you connect to your why do I want this and what will it bring me? Whatever it is for you, make a process so that you are really good at saying, okay, I want to do this. This, I'm going to do it and make your decision. And then the step three for that is get rid of any negotiation process. Okay. I know people get this a lot with um, maybe a decision to cut out sugar or to get up early and work out, right? Your, your, your alarm goes off and you hit the snooze and you're like, oh, well, this thing got me up last night, so I probably should just sleep right now. 
I probably should press snooze right now, right? That you let that negotiation process come in, you have lost. So as soon as you start to notice that you are starting to to negotiate with yourself, you say, "Uh uh-uh. I said I was going to do this and I'm going to do it. And I learned that the hard way. What I realized was those days when I let myself press um, what is it, snooze, when I let myself press snooze, I did not get good sleep after that. It did not. It, the, the amount of like rest that I got did not outweigh the benefit I would have gotten by getting up and working out. And so I learned to kick myself in the butt in that moment and say, just get up and do it because you will feel better afterwards. And that, and it took time, like, right? I wasn't that consistent right away. But the more that you actually get up and do the thing you said you were going to do and then feel the feeling that you feel after you do it, it's addictive. You want it more. So get that negotiation off. This also happened with my coaching. It was like I spent so much energy figuring out with myself like, oh, what does this mean? Like, do this means I'm not good at coaching. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Um, or, or I'd have a good moment be like, oh, yes, I'm a good coach, right? So I everything had so much more weight than it needed. If you take that off the table and you say, I'm doing this thing for this amount of time, no matter what, then you are no longer wasting energy on deciding whether or not you should do that thing. So negotiation off the table this is a non-negotiable. This is what I'm doing. Get rid of those excuses. They will be your demise. All right. So that's number one, two, three. Number four is stick like glue. Be the last one standing. Wear down your obstacles. Anything gets in your way, you figure out another way. You have to have that drive and use whatever method you need to. Maybe it's a note on a sticky note that's in your bathroom mirror reminding you of that why, of why you wanted it bad, right? That can help. Maybe it's an accountability partner or a coach, someone that you can turn to when you're waffling and be like, uh, I'm waffling. And they can be like, no, remember you told me this, this is why you wanted to do it. And they can remind you. Um, it's setting up systems for yourself to make it easier, right? If you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, Put that on your list. He has such great advice on how to set up good habits, making the good ones easy and the bad ones hard, right? Systems. It's about designing your life and stop beating yourself up. Like that is getting you nowhere. That leads to number five. You have to love yourself. You can do anything if you love yourself. And if you are not following through with your promises to yourself, it's probably because there is a lack of belief in yourself or a lack of love in yourself there. There is some healing that needs to happen. So get curious about that. When you start to go back on your word for yourself, figure out why. Talk to yourself. Build that belief in yourself and recognize that worth. You can do... um, what Mel Robbins says, the, the five high five habit. Every day, give yourself a high five. This is one way you can build that belief in yourself, build that love in yourself. Have a moment where you focus on your breath and you just talk to that self, right? In those moments when you're responding and you realize, oh, I got really frustrated or angry, get curious, get under that. Why was that? This is a process. It's not something you're going to figure out. It's going to keep coming back. Like I've been on this journey for years and I still have things that come up and I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? Let's get curious, right? But it's a different response now. I'm aware of it. 
and you can make yourself aware of it. It just takes intention. Now let's talk about being in this for the long game. So if you think about it, the goals that the winner set are the same as the goals that the loser set. What that means is your results are not much to do with your goals. Yeah, we need goals because they give us a direction, right? But what you really need is systems. And that's where the Atomic Habit books can really help. Having a coach can really help because you have to design your life in a way to make you successful. And it's not always going to be that first design that you come up with. You're going to have things are going to come up and you realize, oh, okay, well, this will get in my way. So I'm going to change this up. This is what I'm going to try next, right? It's, it's an experiment and you have to treat it as such. So there is no failure if you're in an experiment. That, that failure is feedback. It just gives you information to how to move forward. All big things come from tiny beginnings. It's the little steps we take. It's the systems we set up. That is what gets us to the other side. And I honestly don't remember where I heard this, but the analogy really helped me. So I want to share it with you. And it's that complain, complaining about not having the results you want um, after like trying something for a little while is kind of like complaining that an ice cube hasn't melted when you raise the temperature of the ice cube from 25 to 31 degrees. All in like saying that all that work was wasted. Uh, no, right? It's all stored in there. You get that ice cube one more degree and it will start melting. One more degree. Maybe you have quit on yourself when you were that close. One more degree. If you just kept at it, all of that work is getting you to where you want to go. And you're not always going to see those results right away. Everybody's, especially in a, in a fitness journey, everybody's body is different and everybody's body re- responds in a different rate. And a lot of times there's a lot going on that we don't see. That is why I, I encourage my challengers to have many, many different measurements of success right? Just having um, where you tracked your workout every day in a week and having that show up and be like, you worked out every day a week. That is big. That is huge. That is celebration. It doesn't matter if the scale didn't move. It doesn't matter if the, if the measurements didn't change. You want to think, okay, how do I feel? Oh man, I feel like I can trust myself a little bit more. I said I was going to work out and I did. That's, that to me is way bigger than moving the scale. And when you start to have more and more wins like that, those non-scale victories, that is when the scale will move if that's what your goal is. That is when it will happen. That is when the inches will change, right? But it has to come from love, not, not out of annoyance with yourself or hatred. You have to come from love. No good change is going to come unless you focus on that. And in so many times we go on social media and we see these, these dramatic transformation photos, right? But what you can't forget is all the work that went into those. The daily showing up. That is what went into that. The trust, the love. You want to make sure that you are not making your goals an either or, right? Like either you achieve and you're successful or you fail and you're not. Like, no, no. 
Okay. You want to focus on just being 1% better every day. If you do that, you will be 37 times better by the end of the year with just 1% better, right? One thing different. So you want to make sure that you stay out of that either or thinking that black and white. You want to fall in love with the process, right? Enjoy, start to enjoy each step that you're taking and really find the joy in the day-to-day. You also want to, you will come up across limiting beliefs. And the sooner that you can start to recognize them for what they are, the sooner that you can start to derail them and replace them. Uh, You can, if, if you don't, if you need more help in what limiting beliefs are, how to tackle them, how to replace them, all of that, how to clear them, I do have a mindset makeover course that is available on Thinkific. Just message me and I can give you the 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 link to go check that out. But really having that having some sort of support is so important. I know um my coach when I was struggling hard with the mindset stuff, she had me write down three wins from the day before every day. She would actually text me and say, okay, what are your three wins? What are your three wins? And just having that helped me shift my mindset focus so that I was focusing on the wins. If you're stuck and focusing on the failures, focus on what didn't work, try that. Every day at the end of the day, write down three wins. You have to write down three wins for that day. And that will start to shift things for you. So much of our success is in our mind. So I want to take a moment to really talk about emotional intelligence and how we operate within our emotions and our thoughts. And the first thing is, don't assume that your thoughts in any situation are reality. Thoughts are just thoughts. It, it's okay to question them and to say, is that really true? Right? Because so often it is our ego throwing stuff at us that is not truth dig into it. Emotions as well. They're just responses. They're often responses to maybe even things thinking back to childhood. So getting curious about them. And while we can think, okay, I think this will make me happy. We want to make sure that we don't get stuck in, um, in thinking we know everything, right? Be open. The more that you can, uh, open your hand, the more that you can receive, right? Look at your hands right now and close in at best. Like what can fit in there? Not much, but when you open them up, face up, so much can fit in there. So stay open. Stay open to learning new things about yourself and what's going to bring you joy and what's going to bring you happiness. Like we can know that happiness is a choice, but you also don't have to feel that all the time. It is okay to feel all the feels. I have a previous episode about this. Process your emotions, experience them in the moment. We, don't, we want to make sure we're non-resistant to our emotions. And I know I struggled with this a lot. I often am very resistant to those more negative seen emotions, frustration, anger, fear. But if I allow them and I experience them and then I let them go, they go through me instead of staying stuck in me. And that's another thing. When you're feeling fear, see it as a sign that you are moving towards something that you love but your old beliefs are getting in the way. So that fear is just uh, an alarm bell that there's something that needs to heal, something that you need to dig into and get curious about. All right, friends, that is what I have for you. This was part two in the leveling up 
little mini series, you want to decide that you're going to do something and really commit to it, stay in it for the long game, design your life around this, and really connect with your mindset, with your emotions, knowing that everything is constantly changing, that you can feel things, you can process them, but you will move through them. You will not stay stuck. It is time to level up. It is just time to decide what are you going to do? How are you going to shift your life so that you feel joy in the now? How will you do that? If you found anything helpful in this episode, I would love if you shared it with your friends and your community. If you take a screenshot and shout me out in your stories, I will shout you out in mine as well. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lisbeth underscore Koning. And I would love to hear how you are leveling up so that you are thriving, not just surviving. So a lot of our thoughts come from our social conditioning and they can be swayed by thoughts, beliefs, mindset that were never ours in the first place. And that is really the base point of those limiting beliefs. And when we haven't shown light on them, we haven't taken time to get curious and decide like, wait, is this something that really serves me? Is this something that I want to believe? Then they're operating under the surface and that's dangerous because they're affecting our behaviors and our thoughts and our decisions. So really getting curious and and figuring out, okay, like this happens a lot with like money mindset, right? Like we, we just internalize the way that our parents were around money. And then that can affect how our own wealth and our own um, activities with money are. So that just one example, but you want to make sure that you are taking time to really pause, reflect, is this, is this my thought or is this something that came from social conditioning? You also, um, oftentimes you'll hear people say, oh, wow, they're, they're like so strong. They just, they don't show their emotion in any situation. We, we don't want that. We don't want infallible composure, but we do want to, we do want to manage it. We don't want to suppress it. We don't want to suppress those bad feelings, but we want to manage them effectively. So with emotional intelligence, you can withhold the feeling or temper them until that you get into the right environment where it's appropriate to express them. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's not just losing your cool in the middle of wherever, anytime, and just feeling all your feelings all the time, right? It, you, you can control them, but you don't suppress them. You complete the process. You take that time that you need to in the appropriate environment and time for you to process through them. And bad feelings, they aren't going to kill us, right? We can develop a stamina. We can know that it's, everything is transitory, everything moves along, everything continually changes. That is one thing that we can totally rely on. There will always be change. And that is why we can know that a bad feeling is not a bad life. No matter how long you've been feeling that bad feeling, it's not a bad life. It's transitory. It can change. It will change. And with your intention and your focus on this, that is what really will bring about that change. <laughs> 